0: I'm Ben Gonzalez with the Texas Department of Insurance, and this is the Texas Insurance Podcast. On each episode, we look at an insurance topic, why it's important to you, and offer tips to help save you some money or protect your family or property. Today we're talking about the danger of lightning and what you can do to protect yourself and your home when the skies light up. Joining us today to discuss lightning safety is meteorologist John Gensinius with the National Lightning Safety Council. What are some things about lightning that people may not know?
1: Well, a lot of people understand just a few things about lightning. First of all, it's obviously a flash. They hear thunder that's caused by lightning. But one of the most important things that they don't realize is that lightning can strike up to 10 miles from where it's raining. Um, and that makes lightning particularly dangerous. So uh, you can only hear thunder about 10 miles from a storm. So if you're hearing thunder, you're likely already within striking distance of the storm and need to get to a safe place right away. Uh, People sometimes uh, count between the flash and the thunder Uh, for every five seconds you count between the flash and the thunder, it tells you it's a mile away. But what, what it doesn't tell you is where the next flash is going to be. And if you're hearing that thunder, that next flash could be very near to you.
0: And also with lightning, uh, we've seen it when it strikes buildings. Uh, we've heard that there um, can be thousands of degrees of heat, right? There's an intense heat with lightning?
1: There is. Um, lightning itself is electricity that's flowing. And when lightning strikes an object and it tries to pass through the object, it heats up the object. So when lightning strikes, for example, a building, it can generate heat. That heat can uh, obviously cause a fire.
0: Uh, Do we know how many times fires are caused or attributed to lightning each year?
1: Well, um, we know that somewhat from uh, insurance claims. And there are about 70,000 insurance claims every year for lightning, about $2 billion in damage. Uh, What I do know is, of course, that lightning strikes homes probably many more times than that because uh, a lot of people don't uh, file those claims. So um, uh, we do know it's more than 70,000 and probably quite a bit more than 70,000.
0: Yeah, I would guess that sometimes it's just attributed to a fire as opposed to being uh, uh, documented as a lightning strike.
1: Right. And in the state of Texas, I should point out, about 4,700 claims for lightning in the state of Texas, $78 million in damage in that.
0: Just in the Lone Star State. Um, so is there um, anything that a home or business owner can do to um, make their buildings more lightning safe or harden their electrical system?
1: Well, the, uh, the, the first consideration is, of course, you wanna prevent a fire. Uh, the second consideration is what the electricity could do once it enters your home. So when we talk about a lightning protection system, we're talking about really three components to that system. The first component is uh, what people refer to as the lightning rods. And we, re- in rea- reality, they're what are called air terminals. The purpose of those air terminals is to intercept the lightning. They don't attract the lightning, but they, if lightning is about to strike your home or your business, The purpose is to intercept the lightning. Now, if they do intercept the lightning, you wanna take that lightning and provide a path, not only to the ground, but in the ground. So uh, a second component is what's called the down conductor, which uh, attaches to the air terminals uh, that are on the roof lines and takes the uh, lightning down the side of the building. And then you've gotta get rid of that energy. So the third component is the uh, ground terminals or grounding rods. And um, they literally distribute that energy, hopefully deep enough in the ground so that it's not a concern for people on the ground level.
0: And I guess there's uh, professionals that install these systems?
1: Yes, uh, definitely. It should be done by a professional. Um, uh, There are certified protection or certified professionals. The uh, Lightning Protection Institute certifies people. You also wanna make sure uh, that everything is uh, following the uh, national electric code. Now, the second th- second way that lightning can enter your home is through wiring. Uh, and for that, you really need a whole house protection system, something that not only takes your electrical wires, but any outside wires, whether it be cable or an antenna, and protects your house from that, because that is uh, probably the greatest concern as far as Uh, damaging electronics in the home. Um, And a lot of the damage these days is caused to the electronics. And of course, if you have a lightning strike that that gets into your computer, you're likely not just gonna lose the computer, but you're going to lose all the information that's in the computer. And that often is much more valuable than the computer itself.
0: One of the things I just thought about when you're talking right now is that, you know, here in Texas, one of the big uh, insurance claims is hail. We have a lot of hail damage in Texas. So some people have taken to using uh, metal roofing components. Uh, does, is that a concern with lightning?
1: Well, a uh, um, metal roof, like any other roof, uh, is going to interact with lightning. Uh, but again, if it strikes it, you want to have a path for it to follow. So you do want to, even with a metal roof, If you want to protect your home, you need to have the lightning uh, rods for the air terminals, the down conductors, and the grounding system. So, those are the very important components. And of course, as I said, for the the electronics, um, uh, some sort of a whole house surge protection system. People have to keep in mind uh, I talked a little bit about the computers and the information that's on the computers when you're talking about a fire in the claims. It's not just the house, the physical part, but also a lot of family mementos and family valuables may be lost in that fire. So there are a lot of considerations when you think of what could happen in a single lightning strike.
0: Yeah, I think with my computer, I think uh, all the family photos, that that's where we've taken to storing them as opposed to the, you know, the box in the closet now. So definitely do your backups, folks. So uh, those are kind of the, some of the things about property, but um, we we told people we we're going to talk about safety. So we've heard different things about what you should do if you, like you said, you hear lightning, you're in range of it. Um, so what should you do if you're caught outside in a storm?
1: Well, that's, that's an interesting question, because that's a question that I get all the time. Uh, and my answer is, don't worry about what to do when you get caught in a storm. Worry about what you should do so you don't get caught in the storm because you don't want to be out there in a storm. If you are in a storm, there may be little or nothing you can do to protect yourself. So let's focus first on what to do um, so you don't get caught outside in the storm. First of all, um, we recommend listening to the forecast. And if thunderstorms are predicted, uh, consider not going out or making sure that you have a safe place to get to. And there are really only two safe places. One is in a substantial building. The second is in a hard topped metal vehicle. Both provide very good protection. So if you are going out and thunderstorms are forecast, be sure that you can get to one of those places very quickly. Um, secondly, if you are outside, keep an eye on the sky, monitor conditions. Uh, many, there are many apps out there that allow you to look at radar. Uh, look at lightning information and don't wait. A lot of times the mistake that people made is is they just wait too long to get to a safe place. And that puts them in a dangerous and potentially deadly situation. So monitor the weather. Uh, If you do hear thunder, even a distant rumble, you're already in danger and you need to get to a safe place immediately. Don't waste any, just get to a safe place. And those are really, the most important factors so you don't get caught outside in the storm. Now, uh, I do wanna focus a little bit on a couple activities where uh, we see the most fatalities. One is fishing. Well, that comes with its own challenges. If you're out fishing some distance from safety, um, you know, it may be hard to hear thunder with a motor running. So consider what you're doing, consider how you're going to monitor the weather. And as I said, get to the safe place. If you are outside um, and you hear thunder and you absolutely can't get to a safe place, you're in a bad situation. But uh, what we recommend is just simply running as fast as you can to something safer. Um, it's it's not safe to lie on the ground. Um, you do want to get as low as possible uh, if uh, if you're hearing your, or feeling your hair stand up, but, um, You know, as far as being out there, it's just a very bad situation. And a thunderstorm typically is going to last 20 minutes. So even if you've gotten heard the first rubble of thunder, if you can get to that safe place in 10 minutes, you've cut your risk in half.
0: Oh, that's great. Um, You mentioned there's two activities. Can I guess the second one might be golf?
1: Oh, no. Well, actually, there are a few activities. Number one is is, uh, fishing. That's the one that uh, puts people most at risk. The second one, and I know you have this in Texas, is beaches. Uh, People go to the beach. uh, You have the sounds of the surf that may limit your ability to hear the thunder. Um, You may not even be looking in the right direction. Usually people are sitting on the beach looking at the water. That thunderstorm may sneak up behind you. You can't hear the thunder because of the surf. Uh, Again, these are places where you really have to be careful. Uh, A third one is camping. And then uh, a fourth one is ranching and farming. So people are out ranching and farming. And uh, again, they may be some distance from safety, but they really need to monitor the weather and have a safe place to get to.
0: Well, I had never even considered the beach, and uh, I don't even think about lightning when I'm out there. But, you know, now that you say that, I think I have seen lightning in the distance over the water. So that's very interesting. Um, so what happens when a person is struck by lightning? What is the actual injury that occurs?
1: Well, there. Are, first of all, there are various ways people can be struck by lightning. The first one, and this is the one that most people think of, is a direct strike. You're out there, you're in the open, you get struck directly. but Most people that are injured by lightning are not struck directly. The most common thing is actually through what we call ground current. Lightning strikes nearby, it follows the ground and it literally goes up one leg and down the other and through your body. Um, You've you've often heard that uh, don't stand under a tree. That's another way where the tree gets struck and it jumps to the person uh, and then uh, through wiring, Uh, don't be touching a wire, of course, in your home if uh, if there's a thunderstorm. So those are all ways people get struck. Now, the immediate concern when anybody is struck is cardiac arrest, and that could occur within uh, seconds or it could uh, occur a little bit later. So you wanna, uh, first of all, call 911, get uh, some safety on the way, help on the way, uh, and then continue to monitor the person Uh, make sure they don't go into cardiac arrest. And if they do, uh, start administering CPR. Uh, There are many lightning victims that are alive today because of CPR.
0: Oh, that's great advice. Um, You mentioned touching a wire. So that's another thing we wanted to cover is uh, things to do when you're inside and there's a storm. Um, So we really shouldn't be messing with our appliances or electronics?
1: Well, if lightning strikes a house, it often gets into the wiring system. Uh, and that should be an immediate warning for anybody is you don't wanna be touching anything that's plugged into an uh, electrical outlet uh, because the whatever's plugged in could be energized in that lightning strike. And if you're touching it, you could be struck by lightning. Uh, secondly, uh, a lot of times it's in the plumbing system as well. So any uh, pipes or any water, you want to stay away from that. You don't want to be, for example, washing dishes or taking a shower during a thunderstorm because uh, if lightning strikes your house, uh, you could get struck.
0: Wow. I'm glad you mentioned that because that was one of the questions about should you be uh, avoiding plumbing? Um, do we? It sounds like lightning can get you, whether you're inside or outside, do we need to be worried about this or are the odds really that one in a million we've heard?
1: Well, uh, the, you know, lightning, if, if you're very careful, uh, lightning, uh, you know, is something you can just simply sit on a, a chair or a sofa and watch from, a, uh, from your living room. And I, I personally find lightning very fascinating. I love to watch it, but I do it from a safe place. And uh, I, I um, make sure that I'm not uh, touching wires and uh, not uh, on the computer. Uh, in answer to your question, uh, when we look at overall statistics, uh, your odds of being struck in a given year are about one and in, in, uh, one and a half million. Now, that doesn't sound like very much, but if you consider um, that you hope to live to perhaps 80 years or so, that number starts dropping to about one in 1800, um, yeah. or I'm sorry, one in 18,000. And if you consider that you not not only do you not wanna get struck, but you don't want any of your family to get struck either. So if you consider that maybe there are 10 people, either friends or family that are close to you, that cuts it down to one in 1800, a one in 1800 chance in your lifetime. Now I should point out, those are overall statistics. And I don't really like overall statistics because I don't think my numbers are nearly that high. My odds are nearly that high because your odds depend on your behavior around thunderstorm. And if you're gonna be safe around thunderstorms, your odds are gonna go down quite a bit. But on the other hand, if you kind of ignore the dangers of thunderstorms, if you don't get in right away, if you don't plan ahead, then your odds are a lot higher. So, um, you know, it's always good to to consider the odds, but at the same time, also consider the consequences of your uh, behavior and your actions.
0: Yeah, one of the things you said earlier, John, was about uh, make sure you're paying attention to the forecast. I find in my little group, there's two kinds of people. There's the junkies that watch the weather all the time and have all the apps. And there's people that didn't know it was supposed to rain or freeze that day.
1: Yeah, that can happen. And uh, uh, But even so, if you just rely on just the sound of thunder and make sure you can get to that safe place. I, I all, all People ask me, are there warnings for lightning? And at this point, no, the National Weather Service is not issuing warnings for lightning. They do put out information about it, but the thunderstorm issues the warning. It tells you it's coming by just that sound of thunder. And oftentimes when I'm talking to little children, they ask, they're scared of thunderstorms because the thunder is so loud. And I say, the thunder has to be that loud so it can warn people great distances away to get inside.
0: So, as John said, there are a couple of things that homeowners and business owners can do to protect their structures from lightning damage, like having a professional install a lightning protection system or a whole home surge protection system. And it's always a good idea to review your insurance policies every year to make sure that the coverage limits are keeping up with the cost to rebuild your home, if the worst were to happen. You should also let your insurance company know if you make any additions or improvements to your home that you're gonna wanna add coverage for. Well, that's it for today. We've got resources about Lightning and of course, home and renter's insurance on our website. It's tdi.texas.gov. And if you have a specific insurance question, you can always call our helpline at 800-252-3439. If you found this information useful, Be sure to rate and review the Texas Insurance Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, subscribe and share with your friends and family. We'll talk to you next time.